You are listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast, hosted by Leah Brueggemann and Katherine Johnson. We are bringing you conversations about topics you might feel strongly about, but are too afraid to begin. How we navigate entrepreneurship as a wife and a mom without losing ourselves in either identity. We want to open the conversation and how we continue to grow in our faith while pursuing our passions. How strong communities of women help us to grow personally and ways to foster them. And taboo subjects no one wants to bring up don't need to be a business owner, a wife, or a mom to come join us. All you have to have is a desire for discussions that scratch deeper than the surface. Hey guys, so we wanted to pop on and talk today about not losing yourself and the identity of being a mom. So I'm sure that if you're a mom, you can already relate to this because do you do any of the same hobbies that you used to do before you were a mom? And one of my favorite things to think about is how do you introduce yourself? And so let's say, you know, I was going to introduce myself and be like, Hey, I'm Leah. And you said, Hey, I'm Clara. I'm Jason's mom. And this may not be how you're presenting it, but sometimes we wrap up our whole identity in being Jason's mom and being so-and-so's mom. And there's a couple reasons why I think that we shouldn't do that because granted, I'm a young mom, so I'm not telling you what to do. I only have one child, but why I think that is really important not to do is you don't want to lose who you were before you became a mom. Being a mom is now part of your identity. It's part of who you are, but it is not all of who you are. And the reason why I say that is because if you only wrap yourself up in being a mom, you lose a part of yourself that you were before. And yes, being a mom is one of the biggest, greatest blessings. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that You can be the best mom to your kid by also being the best version of you. Yes. And I would argue that you are a better mom when you take care of that part of you, like who you were before you had kids. If you take care of that part of you, you're a better mom even than when you don't, when you just, I don't want to say lose yourself in the identity of being a mom, but at the same point, like you were saying, you don't want to become that is your sole identity because that's, that's not, that's not who you were before you had kids. And like, it is such a huge, it is a huge transition. Like, again, I also, I'm a young mom. I only have one child right now, but it is a really big transition when you go from, you know, being just married, the two of you to adding a child to your family. That is a big transition. And, you know, marriage is a big transition even. So that's like, you know, I had, my son, Seth, um, it was into our second year of marriage. So we had like the first year of our marriage, just us together, um, to get to know each other. But, and I'm very, I'm thankful for that. Like God knew what he was doing. He had a plan. Um, but like that getting married is a huge transition. And then you add a kid on top of that. And that is a huge transition because, you know, even in year two of being married, that's still pretty new, you know, things are still pretty new. You're still getting used to each other. So add a kid on top of that that's a big transition. And it's really, it is really easy to kind of lose yourself in just being a mom because, you know, then all of a sudden your world changes and this little baby is your entire world. Like they are yes. everything to you. They're like 
the air you breathe, they are just everything. Like, you know, it's like the love at first sight feeling when you see your baby for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's not what we want to change. Like Mm -mm. I, you should be obsessed with your baby, you know, (laughs) it's, it's your baby. (laughs) But at the same time, I think things are harder after you have a baby. Like it's a lot harder to just go have a coffee date with your friend because now either you have to take the baby with you or you have to have a babysitter or you have to make sure dad's home. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder. So maybe you love to draw like, bet you any bucks like your baby's gonna try and eat your pencils is anything (laughs) like my child yes (laughs) so it takes greater effort to remember the things that you used to do like did you love to hike were you really into reading did you like what did you do before you had a child and it's so easy to get so busy being a mom that it in some ways feels like it's more work to try and find time for those things that you used to do, those little self-care things that you used to do. But if you take that time, you guys, you are so much more excited and refueled and re-energized to come hang out with your kid and yeah, be a mom because your cup is full and you took those few minutes or a few hours or whatever it was to come back and feel amazing. And I just, if you just keep going and going and going and going, you start to resent, you start to feel burnt out, no matter how much you love being a mom. And if you don't remember who you were, and you don't hang on and keep developing that person. What happens when your kid's grown up and leaves the house? Yeah. That's like, you know, I feel like probably a whole discussion for something else. But yeah. I was going to say that's like a whole another episode, which is fine, but yeah. it's true. If you don't continue, not only like if you don't continue to develop who you were before you had kids, is it going to affect you after your kids leave, but you know, it's going to affect you in the meantime as well. Like you were saying, because you're going to be like resentful, no matter how much you stink and love your kid, because like I said, they're your whole world. You are so in love with your children. And no matter how much you love being a mom, there is going to be some resentment there. And there's going to be resentment toward your spouse as well, because, mm-hmm. and the, you know, on both sides, because your spouse is going to be like, you know, you're not the same person that I married anymore. Yes. Like if, you totally change. I'm not usually dads don't resent their kids for this. That's like super rare that that happens, but they're going to resent you. And whenever a marriage is like full of resentment and bitterness and not doing well, then your kids are going to suffer. So if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to impact your marriage in a bad way. And then it's going to like impact your kids in a bad way. And you are just going to be bitter and resentful. And you aren't even going to know who the heck you are anymore. This is like, you almost have an identity crisis at some point because you're like, you know what? I don't even know who I am anymore. I -hmm. became a mom. I got so caught up in being a mom with all of its joys and craziness. And now I'm like, I don't know who I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like this is also probably diving into maybe a different territory and maybe getting a little bit too deep for 
a first episode, but um, if, you know, God forbid, you know, that you can't have more kids. And I see this a lot in my work. Um, it's really, really hard. It's really, really, really hard for these moms. Um, okay. Not being able to have more kids when you want more kids is insanely hard, no matter which way you look at it. I am not discounting that, but it's also really hard too when um, your whole identity and worth has been wrapped up in being a mom because then you feel like you failed, Yeah, you know, and that was taken away from you. And that is, like I said, a topic super deep, you know, mm-hmm. for another thing. But I think it's just so important to not wrap up your whole persona in being a mom because you were somebody before you were a mom and you're going to be continually being somebody while you're a mom mm-hmm. and you're going to continue that afterwards now the person that you were you know that's who your spouse married that's who your husband married you know and that's who your kids are getting to know mm-hmm. and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your family to continue to grow into that person. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Because I think as GK Chesterton, he says, if you are not floating with the stream, you're dead. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or sorry, if you're not going against the stream, you're dead. That's what it is. Sorry. If you're not going against the stream, you're dead. Because a dead thing just floats with the river. I get you. So you're not like getting better. Sorry. I said that wrong. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. Um, so if you aren't like cultivating who you are and getting better, you are like a dead thing who just goes with the flow and you're like stagnant. That sounds like horrible. (laughs) Maybe that's a little harsh, but it's like, you're stagnant is what I'm trying to get at. You're you're, like, you can't just be still like there's always going to be ebb and flow so either you're getting better or you are like actually decreasing because nothing just stands still you know what I mean like yeah I don't know if that came across super clear (laughs) no I get that and um it it totally makes sense and I'm gonna be honest it's it's hard um to kind of figure it out okay so we're just going to go really, really deep here. Cause I feel like that's what this podcast is going to be about. Yeah. But I remember like, it was so long ago. It wasn't that long ago. So <laughs> I was six months postpartum with Landon and I was actually talking to my business coach and I was just so, I was just feeling really down, really frustrated, really upset. Like I just, I didn't know what was going on. And looking back, I realized that uh, two months into Landon being born, I had a huge launch for my business, like a huge launch. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to have work out that way. Like it wasn't done on purpose. It was just, that's how it worked. And it went well. Everything went well. It was a super successful launch. Business was doing well, but in some ways I feel like I poured myself into these different avenues because I also was afraid of being left behind. You know, 
I didn't, I was so scared about losing myself and being a mom. I was like, don't forget about the other things that you do, Leah, you know? Yeah. But that's why I think that you do need to have some sort of, um, not chemistry, but balance with this because as I dove deeper and I talked it out, I kind of realized that I was so worried about losing myself and being a mom. I also didn't take time to just be a mom. And so I was like, okay, you're going to slow down and your mornings are with Landon and this is what you're going to do. And it changed the game for me to just kind of realize that. And so I'm not, we're not saying like, you don't love being a mom and you don't take the time to be a mom because you need to take that time, you know, and you know, probably 90% of your day is wrapped up around your kids and that's great. Yeah. But we're just saying, don't forget about the 10% to also. Yeah. Because I, I think it's really important, you know, especially if you have a new baby or you're a first time mom um, to take that time and just enjoy it. Like, the world is not going to leave you behind. Your true friends are not going to leave you behind. If you have a business, it's not going to leave you behind. (laughs) So it's okay to take that time to be a mom. Um, But then when you're ready, you know, you still have that 10% of time to fill up, you know, being you. Right. And it is like a a juggling act. Like you said, like there isn't really a balance really like there's no such thing as like 50 50 right oh my gosh no no which is another topic for another day as well but (laughs) um there isn't real there isn't like a 50 50 balance either so some days like I'm a business owner too I'm a career coach and I have my own Mm -hmm. business and some days it's like I am rocking the mom world I feel like like I have spent so much time with my kid we played outside for hours on end like just had the best day ever together and nothing got done in my business. And that's fine. That's Mm -hmm. great. That's totally fine. And then there's other days where I feel like I'm just like trying so hard to just get work done. And I'm like, all right, sorry, Seth, you got to just like watch a kid's show for like half an hour so I can get something done, you know? And you know, that's hard even to be like, oh my gosh, am I being a bad mom? Cause I'm setting him aside to get my work done. But Mm -hmm. That that's the balance is that there isn't really a balance. Every day is going to yeah. be different. You know, it's like, you just have to figure out in that day what you need to get done and what you can get done and what can just wait for tomorrow. Yes. Um, yeah. So a I lot of, that. like you said, just like enjoying those moments instead of like, I don't know, this is what I found is like, enjoy those moments as they happen. So like, if you're having an mm-hmm. awesome time with your kid, like, I will leave my, like lately, what I've been doing is I literally leave my phone in the other room. I don't even have it with me because if I hear a ding, I'm going to want to check it. Like Mm -hmm. put it in the other room. We're going to go have playtime, read books, whatever. And those are awesome times. I love it. And then other times I'm really feeling like the creative flow and work and I'm getting so much done and, you know, just ride that. It's okay. You know, your baby's going to be okay. He doesn't need you 24 seven right there all the time. You know, um, again, I do have a little bit of an older child. He's like 14 months. So mm-hmm. he's a little bit more independent. He's not like a newborn, <laughs> Yeah. but you know, just enjoying those moments in both your other outlets and your mom life, I think is really important just to kind of be yeah. present in that moment and just ride it in that moment. 
Yeah, and I, I love what you said about putting the phone in the other room and being present with each moment because it's so easy to just get so distracted. So like, you know, yeah. when you're being a mom and you're always a mom, but like <laughs> we're giving it a check mark for the, the second, you know, just be fully present in that. And that mm-hmm. I think is so much better than being scattered about so many things you know like if the dishes don't get done and the laundry doesn't get done but you know you were outside playing with the kids and they were loved and they were taken care of you know win check mark you know Mm -hmm. and then you know Landon also knows that when mom gets her computer out you know I have to do some work and he's Mm -hmm. gonna play with the blocks on the floor granted he still tries to come type on my computer yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we also were playing before them, you know, so I think, yep. you know, there's, it, there's no balance, but, you know, making sure that you're making time for both is important. Right, exactly. And kids are, I feel like kids are so much more resilient than we like think that they are. Like, yes, there are times where I am like, oh, I need to like really spend good quality time with Seth. I just feel like I need to, you know, like even if we've already played whenever I'm like, I just need to take time and like actual spend like one-on-one good quality time. And I go to like read him books or like play with him with his cars. And he doesn't want anything to do with me. He's like, I don't need you, mom. I'm doing my own thing. I've got my own groove going on. (laughs) Yes. And it's so funny to like that. He's at that point now. So then those are the moments where I'm like, okay, you're good. Like I can go get dishes done or whatever else needs to get done. That's fine. You know? So it's kind of, it's funny how kids are like, yeah, they don't always need us. Like we think that they do and they do obviously we're their mother, but Mm -hmm. They maybe don't need us as much as we think that they do in our head because we get so we're their moms again. We're worried about them. We're like, are you okay? Are you happy? Are you all you know all the things? We all have oh. our worries with our kids. So they and are. I, I couldn't. The way you said that, I'm over here thinking, oh my goodness. Like, I feel like that also comes into that whole identity of who are you outside of being a mom because if your whole identity is wrapped up in being a mom. You need to feel needed 24 seven. Otherwise you are doing something wrong and you're not like, I mean, is, I think the idea is to make your kids independent of you. Right. Yeah. So no, it, it, it is really, I mean, your kids should be, if you want your kids to be successful, adults that need to be autonomous from you, it doesn't mean, you know, stick them alone all day. (laughs) No, we're not saying that at all. but they they learn that and I I'm gonna be honest like there are some days where I'm just like wow Landon was so happy literally his favorite thing is playing on the little bricks next to the fireplace our fireplace it's not like you guys it's not child endangerment um (laughs) and there are some days where he just has his little truck and he drives it up and down for 45 minutes straight and he is as happy as a clam and (laughs) I keep looking back as I'm typing and I'm like, are you okay? Okay. I'm not going to distract you. I'm going to keep typing. And then there's some days where I try to do anything with my computer and he just wants to like be all over my computer and tapping on it. So it's just, you know, we go outside, you do something else, you redirect and Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But, um, I think something that would be really helpful. I mean, I think it would be helpful for me too is, what are some things like, you know, who were you before you were mom? You know, we talked about don't lose your identity, but like, that's great. What do we do about it? You know? Right. Right. So 
And let's like give a couple tips of what would you say would be like maybe the number one thing you would tell somebody who felt like they were losing themselves in being a mom or Mm -hmm. they felt um, bored is not the correct word. That's not the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Just um, kind of lost. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? My number one thing honestly is to get my workout in and that doesn't necessarily mean like a hardcore intense workout it could honestly be a walk or something but that for me like is my therapy in a way like I feel so much better I have so much more clarity I don't feel so tired and that's like my de-stressor so if I get like 20 to 30 minutes in my day to just ideally by myself that doesn't always happen you know sometimes Mm -hmm. Seth is squatting with me and it's fine (laughs) he actually does now he like does it he he knows it's very funny um but yeah sometimes you know he works out with me and that's fine um again you know maybe it's a good example for him for later I don't know (laughs) but ideally I do like to have that time to myself if I can to just kind of get my mind right for the rest of the day honestly I like I like to work out first thing in the morning if it if I can doesn't always happen again but um that really does get my mind right and gives me so much clarity and just makes me feel a lot better about myself and you know when you feel good about yourself then it's easier to feel good about what's happening around you yeah so yeah I I don't know for me that that's really big for me I know not everyone's like into working out but I think when people hear workout, they're like, I don't want to do like intense cardio. You don't have to do intense cardio. Take a walk or something like oh, yeah. just something to have your own time to move your body and clear your mind, basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I think one of my biggest things always remembering is what did you love to do before you had a kid? Like yeah. what? Like, did you love hiking? Did you love riding horses? Did you love to draw? Did you love playing music? Was your thing like, um, you know, crafts or Mm -hmm. learning new musical instruments or whatever it, whatever it was, um, for me and I struggle with this and I still need to like whack myself over the head, um, is I, I have a horse and I love riding. I love riding. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to find two hours to just go to the barn and ride. Mm -hmm. And um, because when I find two hours, like, you know, maybe Seb is home so he can um, be hanging out with Landon or maybe he's at his um, grandma's. I'm like, there are so many things that I need to do. I am not going to go just ride for, you know, an hour. Yeah. And so that's something that I still struggle with. So, you know, I need to listen to my own words here and make that more of a priority. Um, But that's something that I love to do. And I will say whenever I'm struggling mentally, going out for a ride is like, it's like a mindset changer. It's just the air and the wind and the horse running underneath you. And it's, I mean, it's not mindless, I guess, because you're riding, but it it kind of is, you know, it's not something that's, you know, making me insanely smarter. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be like, you're going to go take a course on something. It's just, what did you love doing? Right. So, yeah, I I love that. Like continuing the same things that you loved, because again, that's part of who you are. That's part of your identity was who you were and what you loved to do before you had kids. Yeah. 
yeah I've only been horseback riding once and it was so fun that I want to do it again but I don't really oh. know. it was like a friend of a friend and I don't actually know them so I have like no connections, but one day. <laughs> yeah, you can come ride Lido. Um, she yeah. needs to get ridden more, but <laughs> I think that, I mean, I personally need to go out and do that more, but yeah. it's it's so important. And yeah, I, and sometimes it's hard to think back to the things that you used to do like that, mm-hmm. but it's really, really important because you're going to keep bringing that joy to every day. And if you think about it, even if you don't have a girl, you're not raising a girl, like even if you have a boy, they are looking up to you. And don't, you want to model, you want to model strength. You want to model boundaries and you want to model them growing themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if they always see you, you know, being tired and feeling frustrated and feeling like, you're, you know, not having enough sleep or, you know, even if you're doing one heck of an amazing job and trust me, you are, it's still so important for them to see you do the things that you love to do because that's what you want them to do. Wouldn't you tell them to do that? Yeah. Oh, I love that you brought that up. I think that's huge is the whole like kids do as we do, not as we say. Yes. So like, the example that comes to mind is like the mom who has teenage boy who's like all he wants to do is play video games and she will say a million times like get off your video games and it's not gonna do that much and maybe mom isn't into video games but maybe mom sits on her phone a lot because she's feeling overwhelmed and so she that's a screen to me any screen time is screen time like yeah it's it's all entertainment right so to me that's all like the same thing or watching a tv show maybe or something Not that those are bad things in themselves. They're not. That's Mm -hmm. fine. You need that time too. But if that, if she, if mom is, you know, just wasting time watching TV or scrolling Instagram or Facebook, and then she turns around and tells her kid, like, you're playing Xbox too much. Do you really think he's going to actually listen to her? No, because what does he see her doing? She's on a screen. Why can't I be on the screen? Yeah. But if she, if mom is like doing those same things she loves, or has loved before she became a mom, whether that's like she loved to read or she loved to do her crafts, like you were saying, or go hiking or play the piano. If he's, if she, her son is seeing mom do those things, then it's going to show him that, what do I like to do actually? Like, what else can I do? What, what, what interests do Mm -hmm. I have? And that's going to help that your kid to be a like whole rounded cultivated person because He's not going to be just obsessed with like one thing, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's really important and it's hard, you know, um, yeah. like Instagram and Facebook and all the things suck you in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am totally guilty of that too. Like, <laughs> I know me too. I used to be such a, I was just talking to my best friend about this. I used to be such a good reader, like in high school and even college. I was such a good reader and I love reading, but when I have 10 to 15 minutes, I usually just grab my phone and scroll when I could be picking up my book instead. So that is yep. one of my resolutions for the new year actually is to read more instead, like grab, grab a book instead of my phone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, it, it's hard a lot of times to do the things that you love because it sometimes it does feel like work. 
but when you actually do it, you're going to feel better and you're going to remember how much you love doing it. And then you're going to want to do it more because if you haven't read a book in a long time and you pick it up, it's going to be like, Oh, it's kind of a chore to like sit here and read. And then you get through a chapter and you're like, Oh, this is actually really enjoyable. I actually really like doing that. I cannot agree more. I am going to have the worst example for this, but also the best example. (laughs) So when we moved to our new house, um, we, there's a hot tub here and it is not because we are fancy rich. I have no (laughs) idea. It's literally just came with the house Then I'm not complaining. Um, but you'll be sitting on the couch and my husband will be like, Hey, did you, did you want to use the hot tub? And I'm like, but I don't want to change. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't want to go outside into the cold, yes. but as soon as I am in the hot tub, I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> that is the best example ever. <laughs> like It is literally, you know, sometimes just the process of starting is just yeah. because you you could be breaking a habit or you could be changing or whatever it is. But once you're doing it, you remember why you love it. Yes. Now I really need to come visit you for your horse and your hot tub. (laughs) Right. It is one of those really big hot tubs too. It fits like seven people and we never have like any guests over. So, you know, (laughs) that part of it kind of goes to waste. But, um, after that, I, I told Seb, I'm like, we're really spoiled. You know, now that I've been like, we have a hot tub. How am I going to not have a hot tub? Yeah. (laughs) We'll just have to get over it. Anyways. I love that. But that is true. Like you said, yeah. I mean, it, sometimes even what we love is a little bit of work in the beginning, but usually once you actually start the process and are doing it, that's like running same thing. Like when you haven't ran, this is me postpartum, <laughs> I hadn't ran in a long time. And I, my first run postpartum was like, oh, I'm so excited to get out there. It's going to feel amazing. And the first like five minutes of running were like horrible horrible, horrible. I was like, I am so weak now. I'm so out of breath. I don't even feel the same. My belly's like flabbier, like flapping in the wind. (laughs) That (laughs) is the most annoying thing that happens postpartum is like you, you run, you jog, you do anything and you just go, Whoa, I never knew that my stomach moved like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's the worst. It's very humbling. But yeah, it's like after that first initial like five, 10 minutes, I was like, oh yeah, I actually do love this. I feel so much better. And like, it's okay if I'm not as strong as I was before, like I'll get there. And it just, you know, it takes practice to get back into whatever habit you had or doing what you loved. You know, it's just, sometimes it's a little bit of work at first, but it's well worth the reward. Yeah, it's totally worth it. So we would love for you guys to share what hobbies that you're going to get back into or some hobbies that you have that you're going to maybe cultivate a little bit more and you can get on my back and remind me that I need to go and ride my horse more often. Yep. And you can tell me that I need to read more. (laughs) That's right. You're going to have to tell me about your books. I'm going to ask you. Yep. Do it. And I will ask you when you are riding Lido. Be like, Hey, did you give Lido attention? (laughs) That's true. I love it. All right. Great. Thanks guys for listening again, reach out to us. If you um, have any topic suggestions that you want us to talk about, and we'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Like Leah said, you know, tell us what, what things you love and, or what things that you did love and haven't done in a long time.
for listening to the Just Between Us Women podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Just Between Us Women podcast, and we absolutely would love to hear from you. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend and be sure to share it to your Instagram story and tag us so we can see. You can expect episodes every Tuesday.